actress Katherine Heigl, a passionate animal advocate who has saved over 16,000 dogs, says she's been seeing more issues with dogs' joints, odors, and health than ever before. She believes there's a link between canine health and diet. After extensive research, she developed Superfood Complete, a dog food pack with over 30 wholesome ingredients, including superfoods beneficial for your furry friend. Superfood Complete isn't just about deliciousness, though dogs love the taste. It's about supporting overall well-being. In addition to providing a healthy option for your pet, Badlands Ranch, the maker of Superfood Complete, also supports the Jason DeBus Heigl Foundation, which helps rescue countless dogs and find them loving homes. Dogs across America are trying this food and loving it. Go to BadlandsRanch.com slash MC901 and order right now to get up to 50% off your regular priced order with a 90-day money-back guarantee. If you want your dog to experience all these incredible things, go to BadlandsRanch.com slash MC901 today. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Hey, y'all. Before we get in the show, I'd like to welcome our new listeners. My name's Brandon, and for the past two-plus decades, I've been a 911 dispatcher. In this show, I share my thoughts and sometimes my opinions on calls, and also some of my own experiences. Very grateful to have each and every one of you as listeners, and I love that the audience continues to grow like it is. If you didn't hear in the last episode, this Thursday, September 2nd at 6 p.m., I'll be meeting up with some guests of the show to have a couple beers down at the Flying Saucer on 10th Avenue South here in Nashville. Just a hangout of sorts. So if you're in the Middle Tennessee area on Thursday and want to meet me and some of the others that have been on the show, come on out. We'll chat some. If you need further details, feel free to join our Facebook discussion group the Music City 911 podcast discussion group, or just shoot me an email. Hope to see some of y'all on Thursday. Now, on to the show. Just a day while I was at work, I took numerous calls of all varieties. There was an elderly woman that fell down and likely hurt her shoulder. There was a theft of a TV inside of an electronics store. A call about a light pole that had caught on fire. A couple calls about trespassers and several others. As you likely know by now, we 911 dispatchers, we take a lot of different calls. And one call is rarely ever the same as the next. The calls I'm playing on this episode today fall in the category of dispatch anomalies calls that while they do have a classification to send up and get responders going they're calls that we just don't get all the time these kind of calls can and do happen and that's where your training is going to kick in and lead you in the right direction even though these are the calls that you might only take once if ever in your career as a dispatcher 
even someone as seasoned and as most of my co-workers probably tell you as cocky as me they need to be ready for these type of calls you'll never know when you're going to get one No, 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 no,
we not touching it's not it's just in one side of his body okay for everyone's safety i want you to stand clear of approaching traffic and if it's safe to do so i want you to go ahead and turn on your flashing hazard lights okay i'm not in the, i parked my truck sir did you okay reassure him the help is on the way and from now on sir don't give him anything to no. eat or drink no we can't we can't touch him um sir Sir, 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 he, they, they said don't touch. Yeah, yeah don't move him. He, he, just, he, he just opened his eyes up. Sir, don't move him unless it's absolutely necessary. Just have him be still and wait for help to arrive. Yeah, yeah they, they said don't touch. Oh, this man said he's a paramedic for 30 years. Okay, well, I can't verify that. And I don't know who that is, okay? So sir, I'm, he, he said he can't verify that, so don't. I'm going to stay on the phone with you as long as I can. All right. He just opened his eyes and lifted his head up. Does he keep closing his eyes, though? I can't hear you, sir. Does he keep opening and closing his eyes? Uh, his eyes is closed. They've been closed now. <laughs> and wires down on the road. Wires are down? Yeah. Y'all got gloves? 
gloves, gloves. All right, get some, get some more gloves. They said we got to take him out the car. If he's not breathing, we need to get him flat on his back. That's what I'm trying to tell them. That's what I'm trying to tell them. Well, you can't. I don't know how we're going to. You can't get him moved? Is that the problem? No, we can't. All right, the ambulance is here. The ambulance is here. The ambulance is here. All right, so you can hang out with me and go ahead and talk to them, okay? All right. Thank you. Anywhere in America, and really anywhere in the world, there are cars around. There's going to be some traffic collisions every single day. There's going to be wrecks with injuries. This is not any sort of odd call. What is odd about this call, it's not very often you get a call about someone that was impaled. There are a couple more corresponding calls with this, so I'm going to go ahead and play those now. And I'll get into the details of what happened after the calls. 911, what is the address of your emergency? In Lakeland. What phone number are you calling from? Uh, 863. Okay, tell me exactly what happened. Uh, two cars just crashed in our front yard and hit the building next door to us. Okay, do you know if anybody is injured? Um, there's three people out of a car, but there's someone, I think, still in one. Okay. Well, it looks like we're getting other calls on this as well. Yeah, they said that he's hurt. Okay. Think, do you know Do you know how many people are hurt? Um, I think there's just one, but I'm not sure because I'm not over there by it. Okay. <laughs> All right. We definitely have help on the way. Uh, stay, right, stay clear of any approaching traffic. Okay. They'll be there shortly. All right. Thank you. No, one. What is the address of your emergency? I'm at five seven one five U.S. Highway ninety eight South, you, Lakeland Highlands. You say U.S. seven five. Uh, five seven one five U.S. Highway ninety eight South. Okay, sir. What is the phone number that you're calling from? Uh, there's an auto accident. There's one guy pretty bad shape inside the truck. Okay, then, sir. How many pe um how many people are injured? <laughs> Two cars, there's two people, but there's only uh, one guy that's really bad injured. Okay, there's one person that's only injured. Yeah, so that's two they hit a building. They hit a building? They hit a building, too, yes. And matter of fact, if there's something penetrating the car, looks like it might have penetrated, it's penetrating him. Okay. Suicide, yeah, he's in, yeah, he's in bad shape. He, okay, what color, what color are these vehicles that are involved? Uh, there's a silver four-door Dodge truck, and there's a black uh, little car. It's in the yard. They hit a house. They hit a house? Okay. Gotcha. And he's also got a penetrating injury with a big piece of board going through his side. He got a, a board going through his side? He's got a board going through his side. Okay. Gotcha. Uh-huh. Gotcha. He's got bad, bad penetrating injury. injury. Oh, he's bad, yeah. All right, I got units en route, sir. Okay, thank okay, you. Okay, thank you for calling in. Bye-bye. Bye. These calls, it was very unfortunate that it happened this way. I'm glad multiple people called in about it, though. Good details were obtained from the callers, and the dispatchers did a good job with this. I want to say a special thanks to the first dispatcher and also the first caller. 
both worked really well together and were willing to do what was necessary to try to help this victim out. These calls, like this one, rarely end up well. When I said these calls are rare, and the entire time I've been a dispatcher, I've been associated with one call where this happened, and even then I wasn't the one on the phone. I was training a new employee when a car ran off the road, through a fence, and a lot like this one, the driver got impaled. There was a little damage to the outside of the vehicle, but the fence posts, a couple of those managed to make it through the windshield and into the driver. And just like in the calls that we just listened to, the driver of my call didn't make it. This one, though, it might not be exactly what you think. You may have thought that it was some sort of a drunken driver or something like that. That wasn't the case. The victim in this, 27-year-old Daniel Bagwell, died as a result of his injuries. The other car that was involved, the driver of that one, had minor injuries. That driver, his name was Brandon Manning, a 22-year-old man. This all happened relatively early at 10.45 a.m. It was found after lengthy questioning of witness statements that both cars had been weaving in and out of traffic at speeds around 90 miles an hour when Manning lost control of his vehicle and slammed into Bagwell's truck. At that point, both cars left the roadway, ran through a fence, and into a house. One of the deputies there on the scene was quoted by saying, through investigative work, collection, and analysis of evidence, interviews with witnesses, and forensic math, it became obvious that both drivers in this case were willing participants in high-speed street racing. This is a terrible reminder that street racing is dangerous and can sometimes result in death. Because of his participation and causation of this collision, Manning was charged with vehicular homicide as well as participating in an unlawful race. A bag of crystal-like powder was also found on him, and he was charged with possession of cocaine as well as drug paraphernalia. People, don't street race. These things can and do happen. Street racing may seem like a victimless crime, but the family of Daniel Bagwell, they'd probably disagree. Down for 911, where's your emergency? Oh, this is Andy. 241 Rock Criminal. What's the problem? Send the police. Send the police. What's the problem there? The chip killed my friend. What's the problem with your friend? Please. What's the problem with your friend? I need to know. Where's the police up? With a gun. With a gun. Hurry up. Who has a gun? Please, hurry up. He's killing my girlfriend. What is the problem? He's killing my friend. Who's killing your friend? My chimpanzee. Oh, your chimpanzee is killing your friend. He ripped her apart. Hurry up. With a gun. Hurry up, please. There's someone on the way. With guns, please. You shoot him. What is the monkey doing? Tell me what the monkey's doing. Uh, they're on the way, ma'am. They gotta shoot him, please. 
Please, hurry, hurry! Are you there with your friend? I need you to help your friend. Can you go help your friend? I can't. He tried to attack me now. Is he still there with your friend? Yes. Okay, so then back off. Then don't get any closer, Please. okay? They're already on the way. Please. If the monkey moves away from your friend, let me know, okay? So we can try I to help your friend. No. No, I can't. She's dead. She's dead. Why Why are you saying that she's dead? She's dead. He ripped her apart. He ripped what apart? Her face? My, everything. Oh, he ripped her apart? Listen, I think I'm going to sleep. I think I'm going to pass nope, out. Nope, just breathe, okay? I'm going to stay I with you on the phone until they get there. Listen, please hurry. Please, please hurry. <laughs> oh, my God. they got to have their guns out. they got to have their guns out. Listen to me. Oh, my God. Is this your monkey or whose monkey yes. is it? It's your monkey. No, it's mine. How, how, do you know how big is he? How, yes, how many 200 pounds? pounds? 400 pounds. 200. 200 pounds? Listen to me, please. Where are they? Where are they? And he's a chimp, correct? Yes. Where, where are they? They're going your way. They're going as fast as they can your way, okay? Please. Please go faster. Please, please, Derek. Please, please, please. Is the monkey still by your friend, or can you get close to your friend? Okay, I need you to calm down for me. I know it's hard, okay? I know it's hard. But they're going as fast as they can your way, okay? Oh, my God, please. They tell them they got to shoot him because I tried stabbing him, and he's not, and it made him worse. Okay, Sandra. Have them shoot him. They will. Sandra, I already have the fire department close by, okay? So as soon as the police gets there, the fire department is going to move in, okay? The fire department can't move in yet, but as soon as the police officers show up... Please tell them. Shoot him because he's going to try to attack me now. Just breathe, Sandra. Shoot him! Shoot him! Sandra, stay in your car. Shoot him! Sandra, I need you to stay in your car. Shoot him, please. I tried stabbing him, and, and he's hurt now, too. So, so he's going to attack anybody. I can't get out of this car. Lock your doors on your car and stay it, there with me. It don't matter. It don't matter. It don't matter. He will rip the doors right Sandra, open. Sandra, just do what I'm please, telling you to. Stay in the car. The police officers will handle it. Please tell him to shoot him. Please tell him. Please tell him to tell him, please. They did, Sandra. They're shooting at him already, okay? But he's not dead. I know. They will continue until he's dead, okay? I just need you to stay on the phone with me and breathe. He's not dead. He's not dead. He's not dead. Oh, God. Oh, God. This is an incident that you may not have heard the call about before, but you probably know of the incident itself. It made international headlines and continued to for a long time afterwards. The caller, 70-year-old Sandra Harold, was obviously shook during the call. What she was witnessing was the savage nature and power of a 200-pound chimpanzee. The victim in this, for those who haven't heard of this before, her name was Carla Nash. She did make it, actually, even though what was described by Sandra was accurate. Most of her face and hands were ripped off. She also suffered severe neck injuries and the entire attack lasted somewhere around 12 minutes. The whole thing was unfortunate all around, even for the chimp. When officers arrived on the scene, the animal 
whose name was Travis, approached one of the patrol cars, actually opened the door with the officer still inside, and went after the officer. The officer had to put the animal down. It was shot four times. So what led to this attack? That part is still unknown to this day. Some said the victim had a different haircut and that could have set the animal off. The owner actually said that he wasn't acting right earlier on, so they gave him a Xanax to try to calm him down. As you could hear, that didn't work. After the animal was put down, his body was sent to two different locations for an autopsy. Testing verified that he did have the main drug from Xanax in his system, but tested negative for rabies or anything else that would have possibly caused something like this to happen. The victim, she's been through numerous surgeries over the course of several years and still hasn't fully recovered. You can look up on YouTube or any other number of sites and find TV interviews with her. Even today, she has to have living help with her because of her injuries. I can't really give an opinion on this. People who own exotic animals, like this one or other things, I've seen people with pumas and cougars and things like that for pets on the internet. They may be completely and totally fine as pets, but there's always that risk there that something like this could happen and they revert back to their primal ways. I can safely say that I've never had anything like this happen. I've had a couple of people that have been bitten by snakes and one time even helped out on the radio with a cheetah that had escaped from a zoo here in Nashville. That was years ago. Nothing ever like this, though. One final call, and here we go with it. 911 emergency, where do you need help? Yes, ma'am, I'm at 523 Crescent Street, Lakeland, Florida. Do you need police, fire, or ambulance? Uh, I hurry up, I got a dead body over here in the lake. All right. Uh, looks like an alligator trying to pull him down under. All right. Stay on the phone with me, okay? Yes, ma'am. All right. Yeah. Uh, you're sure he's dead? Oh, it's dead for sure. Okay. The smell of it's amazing. Hey, Mickey, you want to call Rick? You need to call Rick or no? I don't know if that gator pulled him out and down underneath it or what. Uh, how far is he out in the water? He's right on the edge of the He's water. He's right on the edge, Michelle. How you doing? Good. All right, sir, what's your callback number? Okay, what's your name? I'm sorry. That's all right. And you're going to stand by for the officer? Yes, ma'am. Okay, we, right we, we have fire rescue en route as well, just in case. Um, we can't, obviously, we still have to confirm that he's passed away, but we'll get somebody out there just as soon as we can, okay? We're on the way. Thank you. Thank you. If you regularly watch the news, you will have heard at some point of a body found in some sort of waterway. There can be a number of causes for this. 
It could very well be murder. Also could just be a suicide or an accident. Someone slipping in the water who can't swim and drowns. This one, the cause of death, was not released publicly. The victim was a 72-year-old homeless man named Richard Zachary Taylor. The days before the victim was found, several other calls were made to police. Someone called about a backpack and a pair of pants at a boat ramp. That same caller said he had seen an aggressive alligator near the same boat ramp previously. The next day, someone called stating there was a large object floating in the water with an alligator circling it. Police went out to have a look, but they didn't find anything. Complete speculation on this, but the victim in this could have been down by the water either getting a drink or bathing in it and got pulled under by the alligator. Here in Tennessee, believe it or not, alligators were a native species. Several things have happened to push them out, but here recently, they've started to make a re-entry into the area. Some spots in southwest Tennessee have had sightings. So if you're out in the Mississippi River area of Tennessee or anywhere else in the world that has alligators or crocodiles, try to be very careful around your waterways. I'd hate for something like this to happen to anybody. But that'll about do it for this episode. Hope everybody has a grand rest of the week. And for Music City 911, I'm Brandon. Y'all have a good one.